Hello, everyone, and welcome back to BoJack Horse Pod, the BoJack Horseman story. Today, we will be talking about season six, episode four of BoJack Horseman. Surprise! I'm your host, Kirsten McKinnis, joined as always and finally back together with the lovely Lindsay Wilson. Lindsay, how are you? Oh my God, it's been truly an eternity. I've missed you so much. It has been. And I literally <laughs> promised on our last pod that I would post question feeds at least one day before <laughs> recording. And we have had two weeks and I didn't, I just realized I did not post a question thread. So sorry, horse girls. <laughs> I'm trash. But oh my God, it's been such an eventful couple of weeks. Patreon, it's exploding. Yes, we are. <laughs> the Patreon is live. You don't have to hear a pre recorded ad about Patreon. Mm-hmm. We have it now. Thank you very much to everyone who has supported us. We are truly overwhelmed. I thought we'd get like one patron and it would be Hazel. And then mm-hmm. uh, people started signing up. Yeah. <laughs> We've got patrons now. So thank you to everyone who has become a patron. I feel like we'll like read your names at the end. I'm feeling. Absolutely, yes. Instantly awkward that we haven't brought in our third person yet. So I'd like to bring in our guest. You may have heard him if you followed our advice and listened to the Lonely Boys pod. You may have heard him if you listened to my appearance on the Hoppy Boys pod. Brendan, is it Ruppel? I should have asked this before. It's Ruppel. Brendan Ruppel's here. Brendan, how are you? Ah, Good. AKA the creepy uncle of podcasting, of course. Oh, yes. Uncle Cream is here from the crematorium. (laughs) Or as Brian Skelly calls me, Uncle Creamy. Ew, no, Maybe he doesn't. Better. No, he doesn't. He just stop it. Stop lying sure on does. Brian Scally's name. Absolutely not. I should have given you the whole like Uncle Cream from the Crematorium, but I just couldn't bring myself to do it. I, I don't. I didn't want you to. Well, I didn't want to. Now it's put out you there. That. Now it's out there. <laughs> I was gonna do it myself, no matter what. So okay, perfect. We well, welcome to Horse Pod. Yes, thank Bridget. you for having me. I'm so you? excited to talk about the show. I haven't watched it since the finale. It's so emotionally, it, it just really kills you. Yeah. And it's, it's, so, it's such a delight also. It's funny when like people ask me about the show, I always recommend it. I was like, it's so funny, but it's just so depressing. Like, how is the cartoon so depressing? Like, well, just, just watch it. Yeah, I was talking <laughs> with my boyfriend about this because he hasn't actually watched all of BoJack because he started watching it and he's like, that show really traps you. Like, it makes yeah. you think it's a funny show about cartoon animals and then it makes you face your own mental health issues. <laughs> and I was like, it's the motto of the podcast. Yeah. Quickly, too. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it does. It starts off like maybe the first season or two gets away with being like a normal Netflix comedy uh, and I then don't like know. maybe the mid like the end of season one gets dark and then season two gets darker and then it just like it takes off from there yes it's, it's definitely good and it's worth it so you haven't watched the show since it ended but other than that what is your history with with bojack horseman mostly that i'd say my my super senior year the the victory lap of college i took i watched the first three seasons to catch up and i think since then i was more or less up to date and i just i've just been recommending it all over the place and i watched it with my girlfriend, so I, I think I've seen it like one and three quarter times because we kind of caught up together maybe towards the last season or so. So I watched it and watched the finale and then I haven't gone back because I didn't want to do it again. Yeah, it's hard. It is not easy. <laughs> it's hard. It, like we're, I feel like we really are out here in the trenches watching Bojack Horseman every week. <laughs> yeah. The other thing too, don't don't act so like, oh, super seniors. Listen, a very wise person <laughs> told me once that college can be the worst four years of your life or the best five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, there you go. Take the extra it was. year. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. And well, actually, funny enough, other Happy Boys co-host was my partner in doing the victory lap with me. So I'm glad I had him at least. Beautiful. What a, yes. I, You guys must have been menaces. Absolute menaces. <laughs> <laughs> we, we definitely were. Okay. And so... You specifically selected this episode, season six, episode four. Why this episode of BoJack? 
so going off of how depressing the show can be, I didn't really want to hit like a you know like a heavy hitter of emotional with my episode. So I didn't remember which ones were like that, but I thought when I looked at the titles of each episode, one that has an exclamation point couldn't be too depressing. And I, and I was right. I didn't do any research. I just nailed it. You were absolutely right. And Sam Stanish tried to take this episode, but I had to say, hey, it's already spoken for. Sorry, Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, Sammy. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> hashtag sorry, Sammy in the comments. Yeah, get your hashtag sorry, Sammy's ready to go. <laughs> okay, amazing. So I don't know if Brendan listens to this podcast or not, but we've got some very embarrassing segments that we have no. to get out of the way before <laughs> I, I we haven't go. listened. I promise you that once I start my rewatch... My exhausting rewatch. I, this will be what I. It do wasn't meant to shame you whatsoever. It was just. I know, but I I feel like I had to bring that segments up. Segments are are awkward. So what pe- what people might be wondering right now is what time is it that we're currently recording the podcast? <laughs> and so Brian Scali's going to lead us into that. What time is it? So we are recording Monday, April eighteenth, twenty twenty two. Where Lindsay and I are in the Pacific time zone. It's four twenty one p.m. We just missed four twenty. Blaze it. In <laughs> two days away too. Oh, yeah, true. That's this week. In New York, where Brendan is, it is 7.21 p.m. In London, it's just squeaked past midnight. It's 12.21 a.m. on Tuesday, April 19th. And just in, squeaked. And in Hong Kong, it's 7.21 a.m. on Tuesday, April 19th. I love the segment already. But yeah. also, I think that you should add a segment, and it should be to shame the guests if they don't watch or listen to the podcast. Shaming. I can take that on. I feel like we should do that maybe on Twitter <laughs> because I feel like if we're shaming them on the podcast where they don't listen to the podcast, they're ne- they're not going to get the mess the message right. So then we're just shaming <laughs> okay, the people right. that are listening, and I don't want to shame them. That's fair. All right, but shaming somewhere. <laughs> Yes, we do need more shaming on the pod. I, I, yeah. I agree with that. Okay, so also this podcast is coming out tomorrow, April 19th. And April 19th is a big day for holidays, okay? It is Oklahoma City Bombing Commemoration Day. Oh, wow. Uh, My favorite. Heavy. <laughs> it's heavy. It is oh, something that's very, you know, notable for a horse pod. It's National Stress Awareness Day, mm. which is observed annually on the day after income tax pay day. <laughs> oh my god it is national hanging out day which is not what you think it's about laundry i was about to say i'm doing that already that's perfect for me hanging out but never never mind it's about hanging your laundry out to dry it's also national garlic day and i think we i can agree that everyone here without asking is a garlic girl Mm -hmm. oh yeah Big time. It is rice gal but sure okay we could go with gal that's fine it is rice ball day so oh a nice rice ball is it's a big day i told you jeez <laughs> it is humorous day well then oh, turn this shit off yeah perfect for this uh, it's <laughs> how dare you it's a, it's a day to remind us to see the bright side and realize things are not as important as they first seem so that's good on stress awareness <laughs> how day. humorous um how humorous it's like when someone hits their funny bone you're like huh, not very funny was it <laughs> yeah uh, it's not <laughs> it's not okay i don't know if this it's john parker day which looks to be an army thing okay he was a militia captain in Lexington, Mass. I don't. We don't observe this one. Right. The horse girls do not observe yeah. this one. Yeah, I don't. I think he might not be a good guy based on the brief description. <laughs> so we will not be supporting that one. And then the Kate. Okay, there's two more. I'm sorry. I know this is annoying. But there's two more. It is. It's bicycle day. So everybody, mm-hmm. get your bike out good. and ride. And it is not your trikes. Not, not your, your trikes. Not your unicycle. Bicycle. Double. Two yes. wheels only. And then it's National Amaretto Day. Okay. okay. That sounds like something wow. more for the hobby boys over there. Yes, absolutely. There I didn't know. Is Di Sirono amaretto? I don't know. Can't speak to this. I'm not much of a liquor man. 
And is this is this segment usually this long? Is is there that many holidays? I mean, normally? there's not that always. many every always. day, but it is always that long. Okay. Because <laughs> we can't we can't talk about the episode before ten minutes, and it, it would be against our religion. Okay, so you needed some some placeholders. I will say at this time, it's not mailbag time yet, but I think it's important to flag. I don't know if you remember, Kirsten, in the last one we had noted we needed to do a check-in with Matt and see what he thinks of these segments. We were like apologizing for how long they are. And he wrote in and said, P.S., I'm still not sure about the what time is it right now part, but honestly, you guys make anything funny, so it's okay. (laughs) You know, we have an issue with him on our show, too, and he always complains about everything being too long. No, this is a different Matt. <laughs> different Matt? This is okay. a different Matt. Matt, thankfully, have not gotten fury from Matt Ligori on, on this podcast. Okay. <laughs> but I listener... guess you don't, you don't consistently hit the two-hour-plus mark on your show. Super not. Nor will we today. It is a 20-minute show. <laughs> that the, would be ridiculous. The few yeah. times we've hit the two-hour mark, I believe both were with Mike Bloom. So that was the reason. Yeah, we don't we don't need a two-hour podcast about a 20-minute show. Like, that's <laughs> truly who is asking for that. But at the same time, one of my other podcasts got a one-star review saying I'm not cerebral enough, so maybe they want uh, that. They went. And I get I get that from you a little bit too. Yeah. And I look at you and I I do not say cerebral. <laughs> they went to a podcast feed <laughs> called Hot Dummies on Islands and then got mad that it wasn't cerebral when we're talking about a show based on people <laughs> cheating on their significant others, Temptation Island. I don't know what they were looking for, but I was I don't just know. like, you're, yeah, you're they're in the wrong place. Stupid. Like I can't even be mad at your criticism because you're too <laughs> dumb to function. Didn't have the stirring cultural critique. I was hoping. <laughs> yeah, you like sure call me a feather brain. I really don't care. But, oh, I like that term. Yeah, it's not. It, yeah. Honestly, it sounds like I feel like feather brains have fun, so I'm gonna take it as a compliment. <laughs> don't go, like, don't go to like Taco Bell and be mad when you can't get no. like spaghetti. It's just not how it works. Yes, <laughs> I like that. That's what you went with. <laughs> <laughs> it works. Oh God. Okay. Okay. So surprise. This episode was so fun and I was so grateful for it because things have been so hard lately on this show. (laughs) Lindsay, what did you think about this episode overall? I loved this. This one is so much fun. It was so nice to get a break from all of the darkness that we have been living in for the last several months. This is just so much fun. I love the kind of like continuous action of it. I love the weird sort of farcical elements that seem to come in. Really similar, I thought, in places to the like Yolanda family scene where it's like lots of, you know, doors and hiding and that kind of stuff. There's tons of cool Mm -hmm. little Easter eggs throughout this. We get like a whole callback of all our favorite characters from the last six seasons. I love this. This is very fun so fun yeah this is great it's, it's so hard to like i feel like this happens with a lot of bojack episodes where you need to almost pause the screen and find a lot of things that are happening There's so many things moving on the screen which makes it a lot of fun for rewatching. i'm sure too they literally told you to stop pausing the show in one of those things in an earlier episode <laughs> brendan there's a scene where it's like a t-shirt is picked up and it literally says stop pausing the show <laughs> yeah it's hard not to. It's so much. Yeah, it is. I uh, can't read and did not pause it. So I'll be relying on you both with good eyesight to let me know what okay. I missed out on in the background. Because <laughs> uh, God forbid I put on my glasses for five seconds. I don't even have them within arm's reach while I'm on my computer right now. Like, <laughs> oh, I see your, one of your cats is wearing them on the bed Yeah, back there. probably. Mm. Very like, cute. Sounds about right. The, honestly, they're a little <laughs> big for her face, but she can rock them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... 
one very, very fun thing about this episode is the pre-credit scene we get, which is kind of mm-hmm. the evolution of Pickles Aplenty on social media <laughs> and her the growth of her subscribers. We have her doing a cat eye tutorial on Uzone. There's face feed. I cannot remember what the Twitter one is called right now, but um, I really... It's like tweet feed Yes, or tweet something. feed. Yes, I, be- I believe that was right. And it's just so funny and it's like... Her doing a cat eye, her talking about her high school relationship and how she thought her and Buzzy were built to last. And it kind of just like (laughs) goes through her whole life up to meeting Mr. Peanut Butter because, you know, she's a millennial like us and she's been online since she was a child. I really liked how she's like, I'm going to a job interview and I'm just going to lie. And then it's like, I got (laughs) fired on my first day. (laughs) I loved it so much. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to lie about having experience as a data systems analyst or something. (laughs) And then she's like, I got fired on the first day, but then I got hired as an air air traffic controller. (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) Like, because like, I, I know, Lindsay, I don't believe you've watched Breaking bad but i assume brendan has watched breaking bad i have watched we've seen the disastrous results when an air traffic controller doesn't have their head in the game let alone when they don't know how to do anything so i feel like like people might have died (laughs) they very well might have i I would still subscribe to the pickle pack regardless absolutely I would definitely be in the pickle pack. Huge member. We also see more about Mr. Peanut Butter's new home, which is that it is a full robot house, like in the <laughs> Disney Channel original movie Smart House. Yeah. I, I do like the little bit where like he's going around and telling all the electronics what to do so he can get his stuff and where he goes, Boba? <laughs> Just like, it doesn't yeah. know what, what the action, like the verb is like, for boba-ing. Mm, bo- bo- yeah, boba. Imagine, yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like the height of wealth is when someone has a fridge that can, like, dispense water, let alone if they can make bobas. Yeah. Like, that is very impressive. That's true. So even, like, people that have gone over their houses and they have one of those fridge dispensers, usually it's broken. So if it, if it works also, then like, wow, you have, you're fucking rich. Yeah. Uh, my, my boyfriend just moved into a new place while they're trying to buy a house and it has the ice and water dispenser and it's brand new. So it works. And wow. I'm like, I've never known luxury like this in my life. <laughs> Such a dream. <laughs> it's literally the dream. Because I famously am a snob about drinking water and I have to put it through a Brita filter if it's not coming straight from the fridge. Mm-hmm. I get that too. Mm-hmm. Same way. We also get something that I thought is very funny is Mr. Peanut Butter has a panic room and is literally right by the front door. He doesn't care about keeping it hidden because it's just for thunderstorms. Oh. And so Fourth cute. of July celebration. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I assume that LA, like everywhere, has random fireworks that go off, right? Like they can't just be on Fourth of July. Or just yeah, just noises like I, in general. The, uh, yeah. Like two weeks ago. Two, a week ago? I don't know. At some point recently, there was just like a full like 20 minute fire display for fireworks display for no reason. Yeah. Long Island towards 4th of July, like I'd say from Memorial Day to Labor Day, that whole stretch is like any day of the week you could have like an ongoing fireworks celebration. But 4th of July, especially the entire island is like cloudy with oh, like smog. Gross. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I would co-sign that for Victoria from July 1st, which is Canada Day. Basically to Halloween, there will just be random fireworks that go off. Sometimes I'm podcasting and they just start going off in front of my building. And I'm like, what's going <laughs> okay, on? Yeah, she's doing it. Let's, let's set some <laughs> yeah, it's for me. We love her show. It's for you. Yeah. When I was in Toronto, it was constant. It was like they were always setting them off all summer long. And someone finally went out and they were like, let me see where these are coming from. Someone was like shooting them off of a 
bridge and they were like can you stop doing this like this is super not safe and super annoying and they were like yeah. oh my god totally I had no idea I was bothering I anyone and then they just did it again the next day yeah, I was gonna say like there's no way they stopped like yeah, yeah. no I know not. once when I was in university one summer I, I don't know if I've talked about this before I lived in a house with like six other girls and one it was too many people it wasn't supposed to be that many girls but then one roommate was like randomly like these other people live with us for a month now. Not a good situation, but mm-hmm. I was just subletting, so it was fine. But we had a party one night, and a couple of guys went out to the backyard and just shot fireworks off it, from our backyard. And we didn't even know it happened until the police knocked on our front door. And we're mm-hmm. like, what's going on? And we're like, <laughs> yeah, so we don't know, but we asked everyone to leave. But I guess that, that neighborhood was primed to call the hot cops on that house because it had been a party house before. I guess at oh, one point yeah. they had like a band on the roof of the house. Like it was oh, like, cool. like the people who lived there before were way cooler than I will ever be. Yeah. But yeah, we, the cops got called on us so fast. <laughs> I want to go to that house. That sounds like a good, like, that sounds like very college. Yeah. I don't want to say it sounds very Canadian, the firework thing in the backyard, <laughs> but I want, to say, I want to say it does. But do, is that a Canadian thing? I feel like fireworks being available to just like lay people is much more American than Canadian. <laughs> That's also true. <laughs> very fair. Like I wouldn't know where to go to buy fireworks if I wanted them because it's illegal now to buy them. Everyone from New York gets them in Pennsylvania because that's where all like the hicks live that are up north. I guess I'd have to go to Alberta. I didn't know it was illegal here. It just became illegal. Yeah. Like hollow, like November first of twenty twenty, because everyone was shooting off all their fireworks before it was illegal on Halloween <laughs> that year, and it was insanity. Super annoying. It was like I was walking home that night, and I was like, I'm afraid because people are just shooting fireworks on like every street corner. You needed yeah. a thunder room. I needed a thunder room. Oh yeah. Right. But yeah, so, okay, we also see a lot of her just, like, having Mr. Peanut Butter on the show and, like, why well, show? You, her, you know what I mean. The yeah, her feed. Her feed. And at the end, it the stream ends because Mr. Peanut Butter asks if she could turn it off because he wants to discuss something serious. Like, I hope it's something good. It's like, yeah, it's not. Yeah, she turns off, it's, <laughs> it's not. Bad. And then we see her live again, and she is in, like, a hoodie weeping that the wedding is off. I, I like that you, like, go into hoodie mode as soon as you're super depressed. She, she throws it on. It's the perfect outfit for that sort of situation. Mm-hmm. Also, we get some funny comments. Yes. Whenever we see, Bo, uh, not Bojack, we see Mr. Peanut Butter on screen. I, I like, cool dad is lit. is <laughs> a really good one. <laughs> I liked, there was one of the accounts, like, puts a heart, and Mr. Peanut Butter's like, thanks for the charming heart, Queef Burglar 69. <laughs> but Queef Burglar 69 was also, he was the guy, he did something where he hated Bojack. He was like tweeting oh, wow. angrily about Bojack earlier in the season. Oh, wow, an Easter egg. Not me googling Queef Burglar sixty nine <laughs> to see what comes up. Not that. My face is the profile picture. The first, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it adds up. No, the first thing is the Bojack wiki. Thankfully, whoa, Queef Burglar sixty nine is in seasons two, three, and six. Whoa, wow. I thought it was just yeah. once. So in season two, Queef Burglar 69 is one of the commenters in Let's Find Out that Wanda right, is yeah. reading posts from during the first episode of Hollywood Stars and Celebrities. What do they know? Do they know things? Let's find mm-hmm. out. And he was the leader of the commenters rooting for Daniel Radcliffe and calls Bojack the wow. worst. Yes. In season yes. three, they leave a review for Cabra Cadabra that says, these sexy mm-hmm. lady chauffeurs always get me where I need to go. <laughs> Incredible. And then they're mentioned in this episode what as well. User. Incredible. You know what? They really are on all platforms. 
can't have consistent branding. <laughs> the wiki. Physical appearance. Queef Burglar 69's real name, species, and gender are unknown. Personality. Not much is known about Queef Burglar 69's personality. <laughs> Just that they're prolific yeah. internet users. And then tri- yes. trivia. Their real name is never revealed. <laughs> no. They're like just trying to pad the the page. That's so funny. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, I didn't even notice. Thank you, Lindsay. That just brought me great joy. (laughs) Good. Did we miss anything else from all the live streams? I feel like there was a lot of like good ads and stuff. It's like, oh, 72 celebrities that are older now. I especially liked when Pickles is like a cat eye tutorial works better when you're not a dog. But other than (laughs) that. That's true. Great call. Okay. Well, then we get the credits, which is still the like going through like Bojack's life basically with like the black stuff but I feel mm-hmm. like there was less of mm-hmm. that than like the like fading to black than there was before it's almost yeah. like oh Bojack's life's coming back together he can remember better yeah. I don't know oh maybe that could be, that could be a thing I feel like it was a little different than last time but it's been two weeks since I watched the last episode so yeah, I can't remember. Uh, take that with a <laughs> heaping grain of salt so was that a thing though when he was like at his deepest and darkest like the the intro was a little bit more shoddy like he couldn't remember what was going on yeah so the first time we see it when he is checked into rehab this season we don't even have a full credits it starts and then immediately goes to black and the episode starts and then it's been like i feel like it's been progressing but it maybe just has been like three total stages or two total stages and i'm dumb like i Please don't, like, let me know if I'm wrong, but gently and kindly. Not in, like, the podcast fan way that people do. Yeah, like, in a nice way. Like, in the horse girl way. The horse girls are great. They're nice. Uh, I I trust them to gently be like, Kirsten, you're a stupid idiot. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I get that, too, especially being, like, a host of a show that everyone that comes on the show knows a lot more about than me. So I, I totally understand. I, like, know the least of anyone that comes on the show or listens to the show. I mean, I would say that that is not true because you've been having some guests lately who watch just the one episode. So then you are the expert to them. (laughs) I guess so. Which is a scary thing. I like to think that they also pick up more in one episode than they have in two seasons. But you have to host a podcast. Like it's it's hard. You're doing great. It's Lonely Boys is (laughs) fun. I was really I was really just fishing for compliments. Okay, well you won't get any more uh, from me. (laughs) (laughs) That was it. Okay, so then we get into the actual episode, and I had totally forgotten how this fits together because when Diane pulls up with the U-Haul, which is spelled U like a sheep, like E W E, (laughs) I was like, wait, what? Because I did not remember. so many good puns in the show. Always with the puns. Yeah, I don't, I'm not normally a pun person, but the animal <laughs> ones make me laugh. Yeah, the animal ones are good. I think also like it helps that they really like shove it down your throat. Like They don't let you get away from the puns. So you, you kind of eventually just have to... If you're going to keep watching the show, you got to accept the puns. Yeah, you have to embrace. Absolutely. Yeah. And so Diane pulls up to the rehab to see Bojack, but he is away at a party with a trained, sober companion. Yeah, he introduces it by being like, I'm sorry, you're too late <laughs> it's like he's gone and so diane thinks that he is dead <laughs> and yeah he he had too many jalapenos on his sandwich so he has to yeah. keep kind of like pausing yeah yes so, but the sober companion he's a fainty goat <laughs> so such, such a stupid like that could be in any bojack episode even if that this is like a dark episode i like that they just still sprinkle stupid stupid humor into episodes mm-hmm. and this one ended up being like of course a silly one but this is just a classic bojack joke absolutely riddled with them and so the sober companion is eduardo who is as Lindsay said the fainting goat he is voiced by alexis guerreros who has not been in a lot and i did not 
know him. He's been in uh, a couple of shorts. No, he's been in one short called Spanish Insults That Make No Sense in 2016. He's in an episode of Dollar Store Therapist, an episode of Mini Mocks, this one episode of BoJack, an episode of Pitch Please, an episode of Get Money. Like, he's not been in a lot of stuff. Oh, and then he was in another short. I lied. There was two shorts. And then the other short was from 2021 called Who Gets to Sleep With Me Tonight. Oh. That, yeah. Okay, that one I know. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah no, I, I do yeah. not know this person, and I don't think anyone would judge us for not knowing him. Yeah, agreed. I also forgot to look him up. Forget all the things we do here. <laughs> Listen, if you could just try to be professional for, like, five minutes. <laughs> all right, all right, I'll try. <laughs> but, yeah, so they're at a party at Mr. Peanut Butter's house, and Captain Peanut Butter is there. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Captain and Mrs. Captain. Yes, the re- the return <laughs> of Weird Al on the show, and I don't believe his. Oh, is that who that is? Yes, Weird yeah. Al is wow. Captain Peanut Butter. I, I, the Mrs. Captain Peanut Butter does not speak, so we don't have an actress okay. for her. You think they at least hire somebody just in case she does need to say something? <laughs> She'll go in the booth and just not say a word. Yeah, I think that it <laughs> makes it feel more authentic if you just have. Yeah, someone... you can just tell when someone's standing there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And Captain Peanut Butter just like wants to talk to Eduardo about all the things that make him panic to like. <laughs> I for I don't know for what reason because even after he like loses Eduardo, he's still talking about them to Bojack. <laughs> <laughs> he's just very interested in it and it, it, it seems like it means no harm yeah but it's just it, he's is, very focused on that this is like when um diane and mr peanut butter go to the labrador P- peninsula and when captain and peanut butter and mr peanut butter are together they don't talk about anything of substance but the minute mr leaves the room captain is like oh the dark night reminds me of dying alone <laughs> like it's just very True. weird he does not know how to socialize no <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. I'd forgotten he did that, where he was like reminiscing about all the like very dark things, and Diana just had an abortion. I'm like, oh god. Yeah, because he thought he was gonna die from his twisted spleen, which is, by the way, one of the things that stresses him out. Being afraid (laughs) his his spleen will retwist. Yeah, retwisting. He's saying it all with kind of like a smile. Is that like? Is how often wouldn't they have just removed the spleen? You'd think so. I I, I do hear that happens a lot to dogs. Yes. It's a pretty big injury. And to like mm-hmm. golden retrievers slash golden labs, it is mm-hmm. like more likely in that species as well. So they do surgery. I just assume that they cut it, like take the spleen right out because right. like, if they're. Instead of untwisting. Yeah. And then twisting back. Like they take out like animals' entire like uterus and like they do a full hysterectomy on like a kitten. So I assume that they would just remove the spleen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't. Well, all of our spleen surgeons, features. please comment. Yeah, if you're a spleen veterinarian, please let us know. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a regular veterinarian, don't say shit, but spleen, spleen specifically, yeah. please. I, mm-hmm. I hear that people specialize in the spleen a lot, and it's really essential. <laughs> and so Diane does go to the party, even though it's at Mr. Peanut Butter's house, but she's not happy about it. So uh, do you guys talk about the attractiveness of animal characters in this show at all like is mr Mr. peanut butter considered hot yeah he keeps it tight (laughs) we don't do it that much but mr peanut butter keeps it tight okay he does we've seen him without a shirt so yeah (laughs) if people saw the schedule for who's coming on the show and they saw i was gonna be in the lineup i feel like they knew I was going to bring up the sexual nature of uh, the animals yeah. on the show. Well, the other thing, too, so what we've found from a tweet from um, Raphael Bob Oxford, the creator of the show, is 
all of the animal characters are actually half human. So I think that that does make okay. it a little less weird. Oh. But what it makes more weird, Brendan, is the chickens episode. Because it means they're all cannibals. <laughs> well, I, I don't remember the chickens Like the chickens episode, episode well. is where there's like some chickens own the farm. And then some chickens are on the farm getting slaughtered to be eaten. <laughs> and so it's like literally... Anyone in BoJack who eats meat is a cannibal because they're all part yeah. human. And it has lived in my mind rent-free for over a year. The horse girls have oh heard God. about it many times. You will hear about it in the future if you end up listening. Like, it's deeply troubling. Wow. So, Ruthie is also at the party with Princess Carolyn because nannies keep quitting because Todd is closely supervising their actions. What a hero that Todd is. He, He's one of my all-time faves. Todd is so funny. And honestly, he needs work, so... Why is there he a does. nanny if he's yeah. there all day? And he's a great odd job guy, and he's proving himself. He's kind of in the job interview throughout this episode. We also have – so we we can see now, obviously, that this has happened, you know, in theory before the pre-intro scene because all of Pickle's friends are there too, and it is their surprise wedding thrown by yes. Todd. Todd has a lot going on here where he's, like, spending all of his time ruthlessly judging, ruthlessly judging oh, the various nannies. Thank you. <laughs> Just gentle humor for nice. you. Judging all of these nannies being, like, her airplane sounds are trash and also Mr. Peanut Butter and Pickles are stressed <laughs> out. So let me plan this party. Like, he's really staying on top of people's needs at this time. The airplane sounds slander was very, very I good. Like that. I like that. I assume yeah. she quit because of the subpar airplane noises she made when she <laughs> fed Ruthie or maybe the bad voices she does at bedtime story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he enters the episode on a roll. Like, I, I love mm-hmm. the scene where he's uh, outside with the balloons and he's talking to Diane and he's just like, Diane, I don't have time for your classic Diane wackiness. Now help me find the balloon room. <laughs> yes. Like, since when is Diane classically wacky? That's your role, That's Todd. the funny Come part because he's like, has to find a quote-unquote balloon room and calling mm-hmm. her wacky. Yes, it's truly so. incredible. Todd is not the wacky <laughs> one here. Okay, w- what would the purpose of the balloon room be? Like, for photos? Oh, I don't maybe. know. I, I guess it, there's no explanation needed when it's P- Mr. Peanut Butter's house. Yeah. It's a uh, smart house that has one very special room. Mr. Peanut Butter's house, indeed. Mr. Peanut yeah. Butter, Peanut Butter. <laughs> so, okay, we also get Diane shows up just in time to save Bodak from Captain, who is continuing to be very dark. And this is where we also get, because at the beginning, Mr. Peanut Butter and Pickles talk about how they were like waiting for the baseball part in the play that they saw. <laughs> and so Todd had bought them tickets to Angels in America and they thought it was Angels in the Outfield. And Todd also made the same mistake. Yes, it's really incredible. Or like possibly he even said like, you're going to see Angels in the Outfield. But like super not the same thing. It's a six, <laughs> a six hour play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was not familiar with this. But I, I knew it was not. I knew I knew there's no such thing as Angels in the Outfield play. I, that much I did know. Yeah, Angels in America, very very long play about largely about characters dealing with HIV. <laughs> yes. So almost the opposite of Angels yeah, in the it's Outfield. a it's a two part play as well, which is why it's mm-hmm. so hence the six hours long. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, it's about you know homosexual homosexuality and AIDS HIV in the eighties in uh-huh. America. So it's mm-hmm. like I I, lo- I haven't seen it, but looking up the Wikipedia, it talks about how many of the characters are supernatural beings like angels and ghosts oh. because they've died, and it's, so it's it's a lot. So, so there's a way, lot of similar. like 
a lot of people who are like in the process of dying and are like seeing okay. angels and stuff. And like <laughs> Todd's just like, oh, they're going to feel so good after they see this romantic <laughs> what comedy. A it's going to be so good. Yeah, I read it back like probably close to 10 years ago at this point. Very, yeah. very good. But okay. yeah, pretty old at this point. But heavy. <laughs> yeah, Dad's, uh, the play is older than me. And so therefore also older than Brendan and I think is about yes. your age, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> about 40 years younger yeah the, the joke is that Lindsay's one year older than me but i consistently think she's like five to ten years older than me and it has yeah, it, it's snowballed into like she's 60 now <laughs> all right i'll, I'll jump this in is my that. 58th birthday <laughs> <laughs> so diane's whole plan is that she has to tell bojack she's moving to chicago to be with guy Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the whole reason that she's here. And now she has found herself suddenly in the midst of her ex-husband's surprise wedding with whom she has recently cheated. So this is all very complicated. <laughs> you should not be here, Diane. This sounds like the minute she saw it was at Mr. Peanut Butter's house, she should have turned around and just waited at the rehab for Bojack to come home. Like, mm-hmm. why did you go into yeah. that house, Diane? Very bold of her. And it makes makes for some classic hijinks, yes. of course. But Classic yes. Diane hijinks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so much wackiness. Um, so right when the surprise is supposed to happen, Mr. Peanut Butter breaks up with Pickles in the house in the dark under the cover of shadow because he's so ashamed of what he's done. Yeah, he he just like confesses. I don't know if he like goes to break up with her, but confesses that he has cheated. Yeah, at the very true. Least. That's true. You're right. Everyone is hiding. They're all just shuffling around behind various <laughs> furniture to not be seen by them. I also love the the initial like, so. Like I cheated on you. It's like, well, and it's also what's wild about this episode and like not to be like a Debbie Downer and blah blah blah, but like they're both dogs. They would be able to tell mm-hmm. that there's like a hundred people in their house that are not normally there. <laughs> like they'd be able to smell them. That is very Side true. note, one of the guests, JD Salinger. What? <laughs> he's, he's back. Makes a lot of appearances in the show, right? Hiding behind the couch. I loved it so much that he was there. <laughs> Listen, he faked his own death to escape from the public eye. It's totally real. It's mm-hmm. fine. I loved, absolutely loved this first part of M- Mr. Peanut Butter and Pickles fighting because <laughs> it they start like talking shit about people who are at the party. And so... <laughs> They're talking about like, oh, please don't tell the Alanas about this. And then she talks about how her one Alana got a Sunday to Thursday job and has become a real see you next Friday. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. And he also calls out that guy from the gas station just because, I don't know, he just sucks. Yeah, why are you bringing him up? <laughs> yeah. Just because he sucks too. We find out that mm-hmm. Captain has confessed he's in a loveless relationship with his wife. And then that goes into like, well, and why wouldn't he be? Like, she, if I was married to Captain, I would bite off my finger just to get the ring off. Uh, yeah. Sight gag of them just like moving along. With the, with picture, the frames. picture frame is so funny. Oh, uh, that was so good. Yeah. Yeah. They just really went for it then we also get mr peanut butter talking about um pickles dad with his anger issues and how her mother provokes him while he's on the other side of the wall just like furious yeah she's like and people say he's not usually like that trust me he's like that (laughs) and i laugh so hard so good so even though like we barely hear from them but we know that her parent her dad is franco aplenty voiced by john witherspoon one episode of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. He's been in a lot of stuff. I feel like I should instantly know him and I recognize his face, but I'm just like, but from what? Also from uh, a series of things in the 90s, TV show Wayne Head, The Wins Bros, The Ladies Man. 
Dr. Doolittle oh. 2. I'm just like trying looking to I'm like I know I know he was on the Boondocks TV series there it is there's the one there's the big one okay he's got some credits he's got many yeah. credits and also a TV series called Black Jesus which I've never even heard of the show and I, I have definitely heard of that feel like I should have heard of this show but good for him I, I so I, I love when we get a little bit of Mr. Peanut Butter being sort of savage because he is normally as like just like a typical like yellow yeah. lab just like sweet and happy-go-lucky but when, when he goes in he really he really goes for it and it's always really entertaining yeah i like it i like it a lot especially chili because like he also gets this like perfect reputation but we see him be pretty shitty many times over the course of the show oh yeah we sure really do can. i like how she he's like don't tell the alanas about this and she says i'm telling everyone i'm a gemini <laughs> I giggled, but I don't. I don't. I don't I, have nothing to contribute. It's like <laughs> yeah, she, I was like, sure. pulls the like I'm a Gemini like a lot, and I think this is the first time we actually see it. But like, I mean, Gemini is probably like widely regarded as like the most wi- like wild astrological sign because they're the sign of like the twins. So it's like they oh, Gemini's have two mm-hmm. sides to them. Like the, okay, so that the comment does track. Them. Yeah, it doesn't not track. It doesn't track like okay. the most either. The best thing is when she talks about though that her subscribers are with her through thick and thin, and when throwing the ring at him says unsubscribe yeah so good she's like they've never <laughs> strayed and she's like when my grandmother died someone said lmao sorry for your loss <laughs> that, or something i had that one written down i love that you imagine i need to use it next time someone's grandparent dies i'll just text them saying lmao <laughs> sorry for your loss i brendan have you seen the tiktok video of like have you checked your butthole for like when people lose things no, I, I famously don't have TikTok. Oh, my God. I think you do. Well, this video, I think, is yeah. off of TikTok, but it's on YouTube still. But it's this guy being, okay. like, talking about, like, oh, and I don't say it yet. I don't say it. And he's, like, have you checked your butthole? But then there's a part where it's, like, <laughs> someone's lost their grandma. And he's, like, and I don't say it yet. And then eventually he asks. And it's, it's so fun. I don't know. I, I don't think it's translating that well. But I'll send you the link. No, I get it. I'll send I you like the it. link. It's yeah, very, I think you'd really like it. It's very funny. Okay. Lindsay's too intellectual for that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's why she directed it There's, straight to me i have such a cerebral podcast yeah Lindsay's <laughs> so, cerebral. so cerebral i mean actually we're the two dummies of the podcast tbh i would that, like butthole jokes <laughs> who doesn't love a i'm sorry if being cerebral means i can't like a butthole joke i don't want to be cerebral there's also okay everyone has scattered and Diane specifically ran upstairs when uh, Mr. Peanut Butter walked in the door which i think was i think it's a flawed plan when you're trying to escape somewhere and you go up yeah, get further yeah. into the yeah. house. Yeah, you're deeper in. And Bojack is like, I can't believe this has come up so much in my life, but like, I can help you make a rope out of sheets to climb out of here. It's <laughs> <laughs> come up so often in the last few well, episodes. Well, because like, what, two episodes ago, he helped that girl break out of rehab with it? Yeah, what was her oh, name? Yeah. Oh, is she gone? <laughs> I, if you'd yeah, asked some, me... Something H. If you'd asked me two weeks ago, I would have known, but yeah. the moment has passed. It's it's yeah. fine. <laughs> So not only do you guys not know names of actors, actresses, you don't know names of any characters in well, the TV show. Well, a character who is on one episode of the show and we never see before or after. Like, yeah. Jameson. Oh, Jameson H. Yes, look at that. That makes sense. There we go. Listen, okay. I was just vamping for time for her to figure it out. That's Ask all. I'm, I'm helping you out. Appreciate Ask it. us about characters that are on the show, okay? And we'll remember that. Okay. But if it's just one episode, how am I supposed to remember someone who's on one episode? Like... Who's your favorite character? Bojack Horseman. Good answer. That's a bad answer. Bojack should not be anyone's favorite character. (laughs) Okay, so they have to hide under the bed because Pickles comes upstairs. 
She's being like, stay, stay. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Peanut Butter runs up to talk to her, and everyone uses this opportunity to get out of the house. They're like, we want no part of this, let's go. But Ruthie is missing, so Princess Carolyn and Todd cannot leave. Yes, yeah, an attempt was made. I do like how quick everyone is to be like, okay, we are getting out of here as quickly as humanly possible. What, would you want to be in that house? Yeah, of course not. But, like, they don't hesitate. They're just like, go, 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 go. <laughs> that is how you get out of a dangerous situation. You have to just get mm-hmm. you get your point of exit and you go and you leave. And I, I mm-hmm. admire yeah. everyone for that. I cannot believe Princess Karen lo- Carolyn lost Ruthie in that situation and no one noticed, but whatever. Yeah, it was very quick where, like, she was just sitting there in the car seat and then just all of a sudden she's like, ah, oh, crap, she's gone. Yeah. She's gone. Yeah, we, we get a, a classic O oh, fish. Oh, fish. Yes. Bojack and Diane have to hide under the bed upstairs, which is very funny because it's like Bojack doesn't really fit under the bed. <laughs> yeah, it's like really wedged under there. Uh-huh. It's very uncomfortable. I also really like Diane is literally watching the stream from under the bed. Mm-hmm. Yes. I liked one of the comments as she's watching it that pops up is like, he's a snake and a dog. He's a snake dog. He's a snake dog. <laughs> Glad they figured that Classic one out. Classic insoles. <laughs> snake dog. Yes. Yeah, I I also just like so wait, Diane's listening with full audio and in the room next from Pickles and Pickles doesn't <laughs> I was wondering notice, that like, too. Yeah, these two shouldn't be together honestly because there's they just too like you can't have people that are that dim be together. <laughs> the thing is, is like Mr. Peanut Butter has enough money that he should be able to pay people to be smart for him, and then mm. it would be fine. But like he just doesn't do that. He instead pays people and doesn't listen to them. Unless they're robots. Unless they're robots. Yeah. It, it, the robots live. Seems like Oxnard is the guy he's paying to be smart for him, and he just like completely ruins Oxnard's life all the he time. He ignores everything Oxnard <laughs> says and forces him to have a cat's in the cradle moment with his son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not good. Not good. I like Bojack asks Diane about why she's leaving if it's for a man, and I like how he calls, um, who's your gentleman suitor? I th- that's a good way to mm-hmm. ask people about their boyfriends, I think. Yeah, that I is good. That. I like that. Yeah. Yep. And I also like the guy, guy humor here where she's like, guy. And he's like, okay, fine. What's your guy's name? She's like, his name is Guy and I'm not moving for him. Like, okay, then who's the guy you're, you are moving for? <laughs> Incredible. A, a classic who's on first. Yeah, yes, exactly. We love it. So uh, it made me sad to see Mr. Peanut Butter leave very sad and whiny coming down the stairs. Did, did either of you have a reaction to that? Yeah, very tragic. She's like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only, only because he's a, a lab. Like I, I am not like a, a dog person. I am a big, big cat yes. person. I don't think all that many animals are cute. Bunnies and cats are two of the big ones I like. Dogs <laughs> can be nice sometimes, and he happens to be one of the breeds that I do have a soft spot for. So I, I that did get me. We are a corgis and sweaters podcast. Oh yeah, we okay. are corgis and sweaters. <laughs> but I am also famously a cat person. Famously, cool. so. yes. But as far as dogs go, we love a corgi and a sweater. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> Who does? Sasha told me about a corgi fest in San Fran, I think, where like just everyone brings their corgis to the beach, and I would like to go. That's like a dream. All right. <laughs> Literally, that's what we're. Let's get you and for. Uh, all the patrons will come. Yeah, we'll go yeah. on a group trip. It's fine. <laughs> okay, so Todd is trying to find Ruthie, and he he gets it down on Ruthie's level into her head, only to realize Ruthie would have gone up. She's a climber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I get low, I go high. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> which goes to show Lindsay that you when you saw the porcupine in a tree they are climbers this is mm-hmm. factually they accurate climbers. oh yeah yeah I, yep. I did not know porcupines could climb trees and I'm still deeply unsettled yeah I feel like I really 
ruined your day by informing you of that. Shocked my worldview. (laughs) I do like that Bojack and Diane just take Ruthie right away. They're just like, yep, uh, she's hiding with us. Yeah, she's under here now. (laughs) They also try to slide Ruthie to Princess Carolyn on a Frisbee, but she doesn't make it all the way. Yeah, too much friction. Too much friction. Yeah, they have to like pull her back again. Pickles almost steps on her. (laughs) Almost steps on her. Mm-hmm. See. Yes, Ruthie has a very cute little shot where yeah. she like cowers, like, like no. Oh. <laughs> I mean, as if like Pickles would have been the one injured here. Like the, those yes. quills would have done so. some big damage. But I do like yep. that mm-hmm. uh, Ruthie does not know her strength yet, so she is just afraid. Yeah. yeah. This is where she asks Mr. Peanut Butter to make her drink exactly how she wants it, and then they will talk. And uh, everyone is now hiding in the closet. Mm-hmm. Beautiful walk-in closet. Yes. Yes, beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm enjoying all these shots of Princess Carolyn too, like being able to show off her kitty athleticism. Yes, yes. It's very she's funny. jumping around. She's so fast, so agile. So fast. if she didn't have to worry about yeah. Ruthie, she would have been the first one out of the house. Oh yeah, definitely. Easily. Yes, I like too this moment where she walks into the closet and she sees the like she's showing all these pictures of Mr. Peanut Butter and she's like, look how perfect he is. And then she sees a caricature of him and she's like, I didn't even know he liked tennis and skateboarding. What <laughs> Yeah, it's so good. It's I fair like question. that a lot. She decides that she is going to start packing her things and she is going to a fancy ass hotel. She's going to ask to get the room comped because she's an influencer. And when she says no, she will pay and then drag them online. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And this is when Princess Carolyn jumps like from one side of the closet to the other and just ditches okay, Diane. Yeah. And one of the comments that pops up is like, did I just see a cat? Yeah. <laughs> I like that a lot. Uh, Diane about to get fully caught. She's just holding her cardigan out on her arm like it's a hanger. Mm-hmm. which i really liked <laughs> but then pickles are like wait no mr peanut butter should have to leave not me and so she goes to start packing his stuff and changes mm-hmm. her mind she's just very upset which is fair yeah 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 she gets a message from t chavez who's like well, i like to take a bath when i'm upset and then he suddenly realizes that he is already like, in the oh, no. like oh no <laughs> i love that so much like what could be more todd like you're like oh wow todd mm-hmm. did a smart thing and they're like oh actually he did the dumbest possible thing yeah did the dumbest <laughs> thing and then also put underwear on his head instead of his hat yeah he yeah. hides in the hamper uh. <laughs> Yeah, I do have in my notes here about uh, going to make the favorite drink. As you mentioned, Brendan, I do have Mr. Peanut Butter saying, Boba Maker, Boba Make. <laughs> <laughs> Boba Make, there we go. <laughs> Listen, the, close the loop on that. The fridge yeah. has the Boba Maker. Like, mm-hmm. that is wealth. Are either mm-hmm. of you big Boba slash bubble tea guys? I was going to say, you seem like super not one. I don't like the tapioca bubbles. Mm. Yeah. And then sometimes you can get like the. Not the bubbles, but like they put it in the bottle. The texture's not for me, but I, you know what? I respect mm-hmm. everyone else who loves them okay. and happy that they can partake. I'm pretty ambivalent about bubble tea slash boba. I'm just, yeah. If someone gives it, like buys one for me, I'll drink it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am a boba boy, I'll okay. say. Boba I, boy. I, I, don't, I don't often <laughs> go out and seek it, but if, mm-hmm. if I'm in the mood, I'm like, oh, I'm near a place that has it or I'm like at a a pho restaurant or something like that that has I, you know I'll, I'll go for it it's, it's good it, the first time i did have it though it legitimately scared me because like mm-hmm. i someone told me what it would be like and i knew there's balls at the bottom but i didn't know how slimy or weird they would feel to like mm-hmm. suck something and have something hit your mouth it really sounds so like I, you're I actually, something else it, <laughs> i don't know how you can misconstrue that but well, sure. a little bit of a stretch 
Okay, then uh, Mr. Peanut Butter has the confusion about, like, should there be whipped cream or not? And, again, I'm uh, as I am not a big boba person, like, I'm not a boba boy, is whipped cream, like, a normal thing that would be on a boba? I've never seen this. I've, I, I, no, I've never seen that either. Mm-mm. Yeah. I think he's more going off the comment she had made that he was talking about, that she like it's, like, the best thing in the world, whipped cream, but to keep it away from her at all costs. But, like, the is fridge just, offers it. Like, do you want whipped cream Oh, yeah, it's it a combination like, with the mm-hmm. boba maker. Yeah. It looks like it mm. might be a thing that I've, sometimes yeah, people that. would have it. What? I, mean, I, I usually get it to go, and it has that, that plastic seal over it to pop your straw mm-hmm. through. Yeah. yeah, right. Same. Yeah. I don't know. But if any uh, other boba boys want to sound off in the, the comments, I'd love to hear about the whipped cream yeah. boba situation. Mm-hmm. I love boba boys. That's yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's, that's actually going to be the next podcast on the Boys Network. There we go. <laughs> Boba, Boba Boy. Boys. I might not have a lot of episodes, but we'll I think we'll you'd be surprised. And that actually yeah. could be like a special spinoff of Poppy Boys, where like if okay. I, if you ever did like a sober October or something, you could then be Boba Boys for the month. Okay. Yeah, we, we did a dry January this year. Maybe that could be sober October. Yeah. Or it could be Patreon content. Right, hey. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I also like Pickles is just vibing in the tub with her headphones in, and I have never related to a, t- a cartoon dog more. Mm. <laughs> Yes, and Mr. Peanut Butter's just like, okay, I guess what I hear is that you want me to try to square two irreconcilable positions, and I should just go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so she... He, he talks, like, so eloquently sometimes. I'm like, that that is not Mr. Peanut Butter. That is, like, literally Paul Tompkins speaking. It's like, <laughs> where did you learn that, Mr. Peanut Butter? Yeah, it takes, it takes, it takes me out of it, but it's also funny still. Yeah, it is always. I Well, that's the thing, too, is it's like, I think a lot of shows have, like, dumber characters, and they just become caricature caricatures with how dumb they get like they just get so stupid that it's like completely unbelievable and by having mr peanut butter have these moments where he's actually like oh a little smart it's like oh okay like, okay i guess this is why you're so successful yeah exactly like there has to be a reason for it we also get so bojack helps with the blanket rope and talks about when he got his two-month chip he had wished diane could see it so a brief moment mm-hmm. of seriousness and an otherwise very mm. com- comedic episode yeah and a nice moment too where he's like you know it's not a big deal they brainwash you to thinking they're more important than they are but like i wanted you to see it and she's like i see it and it's amazing <laughs> and i love her the way she says I that. love it yeah. but also I'm like Diane five episodes ago you wanted to ruin Bojack's life because of something horrible he did and now you just don't care if mm-hmm. anybody finds out about it it doesn't make any sense that they're now just like all of season five they were not friends and now in season six they're mm-hmm. magically friends again because Bojack went to rehab and it just doesn't make sense to me yeah it's a good point I think like I hadn't super considered that where they were whatever episode that was like season five episode 11 or whatever when she's about to reveal everything, and then now she's so on his side again. I guess maybe it's just like she's willing to be like, you are starting to put in the work, and I'm willing to give you the benefit of the doubt or something. But you're right. This is quite a drastic pivot. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. probably, that's got to be it. If anything, if you can excuse it, it's probably got to be the fact that he is, like you said, he's trying. And yeah. the ver- the person she was going to out was the person who was not working on it, and it was, mm-hmm. was bad. And now hopefully he's... Head in the right yeah, direction. but just because he's not like drinking or doing drugs doesn't magically make him a better person who didn't try no, to yeah. like hook up with the teen. I, I don't know. It just like to, it seems just incongruous. I don't know. I think one of the things that I'm thinking about just in this moment is that she he had said you need to do a takedown of me, and she was like, I refuse to do that. You need to start owning your shit. And so I guess maybe it's kind of on pause of like. 
I'm never going to do the takedown, but like, let's get you to a place where you can start taking actual accountability, maybe. Yeah. Because it definitely would also have him regress if he was to get outed like that, and mm-hmm. it would just kind of defeat the whole purpose of him going to rehab and bettering himself, maybe. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me, but maybe I'm being like yeah. a dick here, and so I'm very open to that as well. No, it's fair. It- I think it's very fair. Yeah, it's a very fair criticism and not one that I had thought about. Well, you know, I'm just out here being highly critical of the Diane Bojack friendship. <laughs> That's what I'm here <laughs> for. Such critical thinking from a very cerebral co No, I'm a feather brain. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> well, just me seeing this moment out of context, it seems like their friendship is good. Yeah. And I, I just remember like season six starts with them being friendly uh, I, I, I didn't remember that they were such, on such yeah, bad terms. Yeah, Diane drops him off at rehab, but up to that point, she's, like, very upset with him and bringing up the New Mexico stuff from season two. Right. So it's just, like, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm getting whiplash here, but uh, that's fine. Mm-hmm. So they flee together, but they get out the window and they lose their rope and get locked out. <laughs> yeah. It's so great. So good. I mean, he makes a great rope, but he can't make use of it. Yeah, they didn't tie it to anything. That's, I think, the key. Yeah. You have to tie it to the bed leg. <laughs> Mr. Peanut Butter shows up with both bobas, and Pickles is like, oh, you always know how I like it, with no whip. But then I say, like, oh, but I wish I had the whip. But then the whip is gone, because mm-hmm. Todd has crawled away with the hamper that it was rested on. <laughs> yes. Good moment here, too, where Mr. Peanut Butter is like, is there any way you and I could talk about our problems IRL intimately, rigorously, and lengthily? <laughs> rigorously oh my goodness um okay mr peanut butter says he wants still wants to get married do you believe him in this no. moment does he want to get married just because he is lonely or is this like a genuine thing he wants i think it's just like i think he does like he cares about pickles but he also like he originally proposed because he was about to break up with her and she was like, oh, okay. oh, I hope you're not saying anything bad. Uh, and so he just proposes. <laughs> and so just okay. like, to, he's never really wanted to marry her, I feel like. I don't know. Lindsay, do you have a different view on this? Yeah, I think you're right where he didn't really want to marry her when he accidentally proposed. <laughs> it was just this thing he said very impulsively. Maybe in the time since then, he has come to be like, no, actually, this is a great idea. But I think... Or he's like talked himself into it, maybe. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, it was sort of a bad faith proposal. Like, I think you need to kind of reset, start over, and then like maybe in a few months you think things are going well, maybe you repropose and do it properly. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. And this is where Pickles figure- finds out the truth of all of the cheating that happened. And mm-hmm. Pickles screams so loud that it breaks all the glass in the house, including the window where Bojack and Diane are, and calls him a bad dog and leaves the room. No! (laughs) It's the worst thing you could say to Mr. Peanut Butter. The worst thing. Yes. I'm surprised we haven't seen more of that getting used in this Mm -hmm. series, because I think it would have been funny every time. Yeah. 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 (laughs) They really use it quite a bit here, where like we also get her being like, stay. Like We get much more dog language yeah I lo- it was just funny because it's dog on dog too <laughs> classic mm. dog on dog violence <laughs> <laughs> we also get another just clip of eduardo who's locked in the panic room and the sign says don't mm-hmm. panic he's like it's fine i just need to follow <laughs> the sign and then it goes to an arrow on, on a fully stocked bar that says don't like don't panic drink and then he of course faints again because he he's scared <laughs> of losing his sobriety and drinking yes that's the only thing that makes him panic <sighs> not a part of the plot at all just a poor a poor gag for yeah, just a, a fainting goat gag. And I just also think it's really funny that you'd be like, oh, yes, my panic room has no food, no supplies, but I have a fully yep. stocked bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would hang out in there without the fireworks, even. 
Well, yeah. I mean, I'm assuming he has, like, another bar somewhere else in the house if he has all that in the panic yeah. room, right? And so he could probably has, like, a comfy chair, too. I don't know. Yes. You have to walk through the balloon room to get to the bar. Yes. Nice. Exactly. Maybe the balloon room is scary for a dog. I don't know. Dogs like balloons? <laughs> Maybe. I don't think so. And then we get, okay, possibly my favorite part of the episode is where Mr. Peanut Butter says, if only he sorts his change and asks, like, he wishes his problems could be dumped in a tray <laughs> and sorted for him. And if only this smart house could give advice to this stupid dog. <laughs> That's so cute. Do anyone remember how, I didn't write it down, but do you know how much change was in the change jar at the end of uh, that little toss? I, did? I didn't check, so I'm going to no. choose to believe it was $4.20. It was definitely in the $5. I think it was like, my guess is five fifty two, but I know it was in the five. I guess the Bojack range. Wiki probably knows. But what did you guys think of Bojack and Diane pretending to be the the smart house? Diane's much less convincing. She just, <laughs> the advice that she gives is legitimate and comes from the right place. But like, at least Bojack is being like, leave this room or whatever. Yeah. That part at least is like, okay, Mr. Peanut Butter is stupid. But like, is he going to go so far as to be like, yes, the thermostat is giving me a lot of very in-depth advice about like how you can't be dismissive and you have to really listen. The thermostat (laughs) is always there for you. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) It always cools things down when things get too heated. (laughs) He definitely, uh, towards the end of her speech, he's like started to be like, what's going on here? Until she goes, beep, bap, boop. Yeah. Saves it all. Beep, boop, 72 degrees. Yeah. Because she, she starts with a kind of a robot voice and slowly yeah, uses it, it as she gets more herself. earnest. Yeah. So earnest. Just telling him that he needs to listen more than he speaks. Mm-hmm. The wiki does not tell me how much change was on the thing. So <laughs> it's ultimately wasted my time. Guess we'll never we'll know. We'll never know. We'll never know. <laughs> and so they, once he leaves, they climb back in and they talk about Diane leaving. And Bojack really wants to know why Diane is leaving and if it's about him. And Diane doesn't want to leave without knowing that Bojack is going to be okay. Because what if something happens to him when she is in Chicago? Which, like, you could get on the flight. Like, stop it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I do like this line from Bojack when she says, like, I can't go if I don't know that you're going to be fine. Like, I can't leave if there's a problem with you. And he says, that's not a friendship. That's a hostage situation. And I completely agree. And yeah, well said, legit. Bojack. Bojack's been in horse yeah. therapy, okay? Yeah. yeah. A lot, I feel like a lot of people wouldn't understand that sort of sentiment and wouldn't say that. So it's very mature of him. Yeah. And even previous versions of Bojack wouldn't understand that. And yeah. be like, you're abandoning me. This is <laughs> right. a problem. I'm going to make this all about me. Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. he's had so. some personal growth. And I am impressed by yeah. that. It seems like therapy is really working since he's dedicated himself to rehab. And like, yeah. he had already dedicated himself to rehab before he checked himself in for a second 60 days. So I feel like he is really getting like a lot of therapy and it's working well for him. This is when Ruthie is in the balloon room popping all of the balloons and princess carolyn hires todd to be ruthie's nanny because he has all the skills and abilities and he's always there yes and he knows her routine and her favorite foods and he's really good at voices for bedtime stories unlike carlotta <laughs> yeah carlotta was bad okay and she's yeah, she's it. like so yes yeah i mean like todd todd has been there since they brought ruthie home too right so like i feel like he feels yeah. like a yeah. lot of love for this baby as well so i'm glad that um he will get to have a job and ruthie will be well taken care of yes yeah i and love this too purpose. like and we saw the scene earlier in the season where Princess Carolyn falls asleep at rehab for a couple days or whatever, and Todd's just been taking care of her. Like, this is a great fit. I love this. Yeah. And it makes way more sense of Todd living with Princess Carolyn as well. Yeah. Live in nanny. Yep. Love to see it. 
Good duo. They're a great duo. I feel like they're one of the more fun duos on the show. We also, so we get that the end resolution of everything is Pickles and Mr. Peanut Butter. And Pickles is just staring into the fire. She's upset. She doesn't want to be mad at Mr. Peanut Butter. This should be the happiest time of her life. And now because Mr. Peanut Butter did something stupid, she has to feel bad about it. And that's not fair. She loves him. She wants to marry him. But he cannot do things to hurt her like this. Yeah, I like this a lot from Pickles. I think this is really good where she's like, it sucks that I have to be the one who's mad at you and it sucks that I'm the one that got hurt. And I also really like when she says, we can't just pretend nothing happened because then I'm going to feel stupid. I think that that's so legit of her Mm. to say that. I love it a lot. Mr. Peanut Butter. He wants to keep chiming in. He just, he stops himself, luckily. Mm -hmm. Because that's the whole issue. Yes. Uh, He almost listens too well because she has to prompt Mm -hmm. him to say something. And Mm -hmm. he says he... He wants it to be even somehow. And Pickles suggests, like, maybe if she slept with someone else, that would make it even. (laughs) Like her high school boyfriend, Fuzzy. (laughs) Maybe carrying some emotional baggage there. Yeah. It's funny how, like, all of these, like, very legitimate points in this argument, and then it immediately gets ruined by the solution. Well, they're not the smartest, as you pointed out, Brenda. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so they're, she tr- thinks of Buzzy, and he's like, well, that was really fast to come up with that name, but like, whatever it takes. And then <laughs> she's like, oh, but you don't know him, and so it won't hurt the exact same. So what about, like, I think her Pilates instructor? I don't know. Some sort of fitness instructor. Yeah, from Soul Cycle. Oh, Soul Cycle, yeah. And then it's like, wait, so now you're going to sleep with two people? Like, that doesn't feel even. So then they put, they put their heads together, and they decide that they will figure out together the perfect person that she can sleep with to make their relationship even <laughs> yeah. there's seven my notes oh true dear. love what a warm ending yes yeah abs absolutely and i think because this is such a bad plan they have to end it with one last like comedic scene which is diane mm-hmm. knocking on the door to apologize randomly for the times they slept together which were totally her fault and not mr peanut butter's fault and also she might have left her wallet there six months ago and it would be under the bed in the master bedroom yes and you should mail it to me in chicago because that's where i live now she's leaving (laughs) bojack leaves with eduardo in his arms todd and princess carolyn leave with ruthie so no everyone i guess is just being like yep we were here the whole time obviously they could have just done this from the beginning because they didn't seem to care it was also just funny (laughs) thinking about this scene from uh mr peanut butter's perspective of just mainly diane knocking on the door and talking about all is like Oh, it's funny that you bring this up because we've been arguing about this all day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so weird. Funny. And then um, Pickle's parents call, and Mr. Peanutbutter says, "Oh, fun! Put them on speakerphone." And the episode <laughs> yeah. ends, and it's like, "Oh, that conversation did not go well." <laughs> <laughs> so good. So funny. He's so ready to put it behind him and just acts like yeah, he doesn't know they out. heard. So he's like, "Yeah, of course, would love to talk oh, to your right. parents." Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this killed me. We have feedback this week. Quite a bit of it because it's been a minute Beautiful. since we Incredible. recorded. See, it makes up for me not posting even though I promised I would post <laughs> and I will do better. Okay. The first thing, not feedback, but I just wanted to flag it from the Bojack Wiki trivia section. They note about like the closet you can see i think this is such incredible like attention to detail but in the closet they're like on mr peanut butter's side you can see like his blue pajamas with clouds on them the sparkly pink suit he wore while hosting Aww. hollywood with stars yeah. and celebrities the dog cone he had on in brand new couch the <gasps> skiing like outfit yeah cute. skiing outfit like mr peanut butter's house uh, and then pickles has oh and also Carson spaghetti strainers in there of course they're still <laughs> oh, spaghetti oh, yeah. strainers duh yeah. And then Pickles has her waitressing uniform, her tweed feed Halloween costume, a copy of her normal outfit, and the dress she wore to the Filbert premiere. So I love this a lot. That's very good. 
Beautiful. All right. Liam wrote in to the forum and said, hey, your royal horse queens. I am from the Netherlands, and I absolutely love your podcast. I've been listening since season one, and I figured it was time to write in. Bojack's my favorite show. And this surprise is, in my opinion, one of the funniest episodes of the entire series. The concept of a surprise wedding is such a funny idea, and I loved all the scenes <laughs> with the summer companion goat. Greetings from your loyal horse subject, Liam. Oh, it's Liam. <laughs> hi. Welcome, welcome to the yeah. pod. We've been telling people to just say hi <laughs> to us. Mm-hmm. Wow. Three other emails. None of them are specifically about this, but we got a nice message from Alex that I forwarded to you, Kirsten, and just very nice said that we are helping a lot with their mental health and really appreciate us. So thank you, Alex. And Ashley wrote in and said, okay, so this one's a little bit long, but really cool. So she said, I've been really enjoying your podcast. I've been dipping in and out of Bojack related rabbit holes and came up with a theory while reading an article that stated the only reason Bojack uses animals is for the animal puns. My contrary brain immediately decided that was incorrect, as obviously the animals reflect some part of their personality, with Mr. Peanut Butter being the clearest example. However, when you apply it to Bojack and his tragic washed-up dad and family, it gets more interesting. Horses in our society are usually well-loved in their youth and can become celebrated athletes. However, once they reach a certain age, horses are put out to pasture. They reach an early peak, then spend the rest of their lives chilling in a paddock slash stable. In Bojack, the only happy horses we see are the wild horses at the end of season two, which are able to run freely and live according to their nature. Considering all this and the ongoing comments from B that Bojack will never be happy, I wonder if Bojack's character was always doomed to an unfulfilled life after passing his prime. Certainly seems to be something that runs in the family. I love this so much. (laughs) Very deep. Very. That is so much better than the, like, conspiracy theories Morgan is always shooting at us on Twitter. (laughs) Not to shade Morgan, our first patron. We love love Morgan. Yes, we love you, Morgan. (laughs) Ashley says, P.S. I live in a city and have never owned horses, so I could definitely be wrong about the life cycle of a horse. (laughs) I mean, I am poor, so I don't have that much experience with horses because that's famously a a rich person's hobby or activity. But if you look... (laughs) Specifically within like horse racing, like they're, they, they peak young and then they're put out to pasture. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And then she had said like, and asked if we could think of anyone else to whom this applies. And I was trying to think if there was anybody else, but no one obvious. Like what about Princess Carolyn as a cat? Do we have any feelings about that? Cats have nine lives. They are very agile and can move from thing to thing. (laughs) And famously Mm -hmm. cats can produce. So that makes sense why she's a manager. Ah, yes. Famously, yeah. yeah. And then last thing from Matt, who we also mentioned earlier about the What Times Are Right Now segment, said, I was curious if your favorite characters have changed at all since you started the podcast. Do you have a top five or even a top ten? I think both of you have mutually agreed on Princess Carolyn toward the beginning of the podcast. Anyway, here's my top ten. Honestly, I just had fun going through the side characters in Wikipedia. Number one, Bojack. So we need to go back and say... Matt. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Number two is Todd. Number three, Princess Carolyn. Four, Mr. Peanut Butter. And five is Diane. Yeah, I don't... Princess Carolyn is still my first one. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. I think yeah. I've appreciated Todd way more on this rewatch. Yeah, Todd is my number two easy. Yeah. Todd, Todd is probably my number one. I, I don't want to throw too much shade at the BoJack Horseman, like, favorite character lovers, because, I mean, he, he is compelling. Mm-hmm. Of course, he's, like, a piece of shit, but also, like, <laughs> definitely entertaining to watch yeah, as a you're character. Right. So I, and I we see much. more of him than anyone else, so you're right. You're right. Yeah, yes. and there's a lot of gr- a lot of growth. I mean, it takes a while, and it's a, it's a roller coaster, obviously, but I'll, I'm going to stick with Todd as my number one guy. Yeah. He also had a list of favorite side characters, number one being Tom Jumbo Grumbo, which is an incredible Tom take. Jumbo Grumbo <laughs> is a great side character. I know we haven't yeah. seen her in a while, but Sextina Aquafina will always have a, a warm place in my heart. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. Henry Fondle also on this list. <laughs> it's incredible. Yes. Is, can robots be characters? That's the question. 
So we have some Twitter stuff. A lot of it is mostly people getting very excited about the Patreon. They're happy we actually did it. People excited to be patrons. I asked people if they would rather make out with a mosquito or fight a giant mosquito if you had to do one of those things to never get bit again. And 58% said fight a giant mosquito. 42% willing to make out with a mosquito to never get bit again. I was surprised by that. Morgan said that they would fight a giant mosquito unprompted for no reason. So I liked that a lot. (laughs) And Morgan also came in with another truly unhinged conspiracy theory. Lindsay, are you ready for this? I'm so ready. I have another theory that Vanessa Gecko doesn't actually have a family and the kid we see in this episode is a paid actor. In season one, episode seven, she mentions making breakfast for her husband and three wonderful girls, but doesn't mention any sons. In this episode, she says that this boy is her oldest, so he definitely would have been around then. Is it possible that he just wasn't there for breakfast that day? Yes. But if that were the case, why would she not mention something else she'd done for him while she's bragging? And I said, this is even more unhinged than your, like, Hollyhock isn't is actually Bojack's kid theory uh, oh, because wow. if you look at the colors of the horses, Brendan. And so here's the thing: like to me, the son looked to be like a full adult. So I don't understand. Like he maybe he just didn't live in the house anymore. I don't know. Yeah, he's like definitely a grown-up child. Exactly. Yeah, and then also just like a lot of tweets being happy about seeing Lindsay on um, Shit Ninety Shows Tommy and post show recaps, and then. Today, I posted about Lindsay's incredible appearance on the Real Question podcast, which was really good, and everyone should go check it out. And the link's been posted um, on our Twitter. So, Lindsay being vulnerable, you don't get it yeah. every day. So, get it while it's hot. Not every day. <laughs> <laughs> we have th- several new reviews. What? Maybe just two. We have at least two oh, new nice. reviews. Oh my God. Yeah. What a big day. What? Sorry, Brent. I feel like we're holding Brendan hostage now, but it's fine. I have nothing to do. It's, it's <laughs> at 8 30. There's no Yankees on tonight, okay, so I'm good to go. Good. You can just sit and listen to our praise. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here for it. Yes. Uh, One from Ashley in Australia. This was from end of March, and we missed this one. Kirsten, you pointed this one out for me. So Ashley says, surfs up, horse walks into a bar. The barman asks, why the long face? Because it took me so long to find a good BoJack podcast. Until now. <laughs> and until now, there's been nothing oh on the outside, nothing on the inside. BoJack Horse Pod is exactly what we've all needed throughout this pandemic. True dad. <laughs> We're here for you. Thank you. Incredible. Thanks, Lindsay and Kirsten, for keeping me entertained while I potter around my garden. So wonderful. Thank you for Thank that, you, Ashley. Ashley. One more in America from Thomas. Love the show. The podcast is good, too. <laughs> Had to recycle an old review that was quoted early in the podcast run. I'm finally starting a rewatch of the show and listening to all your podcasts as I go. Hoping to hear this right on a future pod if you haven't already finished the series. Oh, so you, you are, are lucky. <laughs> we have go. not. You are in luck. <laughs> this concludes with love the interactions and wandering off on side voyages. <laughs> side voyages is the nicest way to talk about tangents, I think. Yeah. I love that. Yes. Yes. Side, they're Very like side good. quests. Yes. Yep. I love exactly. that. And you must complete them into 100% the exactly. game. I, th- I think that's kind of what podcasts are all about. Yeah. Agreed. So. Like what, you want us to just read what happened? Like, just stop it. That's not entertaining. Yeah, just watch the like, show. Yeah, exactly. Just watch it. And <laughs> it would be faster because we talk way more than what actually happened. <laughs> okay. This is the last thing is I just want to say thank you so much to the patrons. Thank you to Morgan, Timothy, Alex, Jules, Trisha, Hazel, Sarah, Ivy, Alora, Joanna, and Noah. Thank you very much, everybody. We really appreciate you. And patron content is coming soon. Do do not stress. We're going to figure it out. And Brendan, thank you for joining us. This has been so much fun. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm so glad I could get in under the wire before this series ends. We got ends. you in. I'm very glad that me. we did. If people would like to hear more from you, where could they find you? They can find me on Instagram at the Happy Boys Pod. That's where you can follow all news from our beer podcast. I think my co-host for the Lonely Boys posts all of those new episodes for the Lonely Boys. That's you'll find uh, 
Maddie Fresh 24 posting all those things. But uh, yeah, check out those two shows. One's a beer podcast, one's a Gossip Girl Rewatch podcast. And we're having a lot of fun over there. Kirsten will be on an episode soon covering the season two Thanksgiving yes. episode. So check out that. And I think you're also going to be on soon sometime in May or maybe early June for another episode of the yeah, Hobby Boys. Yeah, we're going to make Bud, Bud Light Review. Lime yeah. in the blender, right? We're going to be the first people ever to actually treat the limeritas like they yeah. might be supposed As to be used. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay, perfect. Well, thank you very much again. Lindsay, is there anything else that you need to... I'm sorry that this... We tried to keep it... T- it's just been so long since we've <laughs> talked. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I think we've already flagged all the things that I've done, but in the last couple of weeks, I guess as of Saturday, I was talking on Post Show Recaps with a friend of the pod, Ariel and Marissa, about the Dropout podcast. We talked a lot about Elizabeth Holmes, Theranos, all that good stuff. And then as Kirsten mentioned, I was also on the Real Question podcast, getting real vulnerable over there. I am very proud of the episode. I think like I've talked on this podcast like pretty openly about my abusive shitty ex, but uh, this was kind of the first time that I went on a podcast to talk explicitly about that so very happy with how that came out and appreciate everyone's reaction it to was, it, so it far. was really great we love you Lindsay. and obviously if you need someone to fight that axe i'm here i'm ready to go if people would like to hear more from me bridgerton season two content is just finishing up on post show recaps Riverdale is somehow still on the air, so we're talking about that on Kowski Cast, and Temptation Island is on, so the Hot Demis on Island's feed is still there. And a new podcast is launching this week called Mess Magnets with myself and Sasha Joseph talking about pop culture, celeb gossip, and trending topics. It's going to be very, very fun and would really love if people could go support that. Rob approved us for a six-episode run, and if it does well, we'll get to keep doing it. So we'd really appreciate any reviews, uh, subscribes, anything over there so that we can, can keep that podcast going but love it we will be back to talk about bojack horseman again next week talking about season six episode five a little uneven is all so we'll see you next time bye